Ladies and gentlemen, DBDG and 1111 present Keishin at 100. And now let me introduce to you your co-host for today's podcast episode, Keisha Anderson. Hello, everybody. I hope everyone's well on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not in the uh, biggest, brightest spirits because I'm all in my feelings. I'm just thinking about how um, I've lost a lot of loved ones to addiction a lot of them are either incarcerated or they died from addiction. And today's topic is about addiction, brought to you by LCA, Bryce Cameron, and 1111. I hope you enjoy. So, let's get started. Uh, about maybe three years ago, uh, we were living in Washington State, and I was a stay-at-home mom, and... I just, I noticed that my neighbors, I would walk outside and the smell of marijuana was so strong that for me to walk outside just to check my mail was horrendous. The smell, I caught a contact instantly. And I remember feeling in my mind that, okay, am I high or am I, am I tripping? Because that contact was so heavy that I couldn't even focus for the rest of the day. and. And I was just sitting here thinking, how can people just get high and not care about the fact that we have a whole community full of little ones? And at that point, my kids were like heading into, I believe, fourth and fifth grade or third and fourth grade. I can't really remember, but they were young. And I wouldn't even let them go outside that whole day because I was afraid that my kids were going to get high. Which brings me to the point of, how many of you out there have ever been affected by addiction? Personal story of mine, uh, my mother and my dad are recovering addicts. They uh, were in active addiction all together about 40 something years. Uh, my mom, uh, she's in recovery and I wanna say she has at least 10, 10, 12 years clean this time around. And I just gotta say that our relationship is shitty. It really is. Um, through the years growing up, she wasn't at the school performances. She didn't get me ready for prom. She was never there when my first date, my first kiss. Hell, the first time I gave up my virginity. She was not the person I had those conversations with the way a daughter should. And all I can remember is growing up wanting to fight and I was just super angry because all of my friends knew that my mother was an addict. And a lot of times I don't even like to talk about this, but I realized that if I don't talk about it, it's gonna to continue to torment me. But not having my mom around really has affected me in a way that I feel like I sometimes overcompensate with my own kids. Um, like I said, my mother was a drug addict. She had me at 16. My dad came out Vietnam and he was high off of drugs himself. And the way these two got together, it, it was, it's crazy. Um, but my dad turned her on the drugs. And to this day, I look at the fact that my dad is now 70. And as the end result of drug addiction, he lives with the aneurysm in the middle of his brain that is not being removed because if we remove it, he could be a vegetable. Needless to say, my relationship with my father 
is not solid either. So, unfortunately, I feel like I'm a motherless and a fatherless child. I love my parents because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to be here today bringing you this, this podcast. But at the same time, I'm really angry. I'm really upset that, you know, I have siblings who were born with drug tenacity. You know, they're affected in ways that some of it they can control, others they can't. Like, I have a brother that is an active addiction, and it's like, how can you continuously go out here and just live the life that you're living? Like, you either end up in jail, prison, or out of your mind. And it's just like, I never wanted that for myself. And I look at so many people like today, I took my kids out, school, school clothes shopping. We went to Denny's for breakfast and walking out of Denny's, a beautiful soul, this guy was a beautiful soul, was sitting there and just singing like a Christian song. But clearly he was out of his mind because the way he was dressed, the way he looked, you could clearly see that he was high off of something. And all I could say was, what happened? What led you there? Why do we have so many people in America plagued with drug addiction? It could be drug addiction. It could be addiction to food. I feel like I'm borderline there. I feel like I, I want to eat all the time. And I eat out of stress. That's an addiction. Like, we had breakfast and then I couldn't stop thinking about, hmm, I want some Mexican food. It's not that I'm starving or I'm hungry. I just want it. Some of us out here are addicted to sex. You know, we see porn or we see someone who looks hot and we just want to sleep with everybody. Like addiction is just so, it's so strong here in the United States. I don't know about anywhere else in the United, in the country, but I know in the United States addiction is strong. But the main one that we mostly hear about is drug addiction. And drug addiction has affected me in a way to where I don't even know what it feels like to have real parents. My grandmother raised me. I grew up having to fight because kids would tease me. Oh, your mother's up there selling her body just to, just to get high. And then when I got older, I thought about it. Wait a minute. How do you know unless she was there? And the embarrassment that I went through throughout my childhood, going to visit my parents, my aunts, well, not, well one aunt, my uncles in prison or in jail, that's embarrassing. Or being numb, oh, that's such and such little sister. Watch your stuff. She might steal from you. And I had to prove myself for a good bulk of my life that I wasn't like my family members that was stealing stuff for drugs. I had to prove for a long period of time that I wasn't like anybody else that they associated me with. And I really feel like I've been depressed about it because there's moments I'll see parents with their kids and I'm like, well, why didn't I get that? Some people I went to school with, they're married with children. They got their kids going back to college. Their grandparents are always around. My kids don't have that luxury. And unfortunately, my kids don't, they barely know my mom. How does that happen? How can you not want to be in another phase of your life where you're a grandmother and you get the opportunity at a second chance to be a mom again and you choose not to? My dad, you know, like I said, he's not well. But when he sees my kids, he does his best to be grandpa or what they call him, pop-pop. 
And is it always healthy? No. Because even in his state of mind, he still drinks. And I mean drinks. It gets to the point where it's like either you stop drinking or I don't want to hang out with you anymore. I'm his only daughter, and it's like I have to treat him like a child. That is so embarrassing. Or the only time that I can even enjoy being around some of my aunts and uncles is if we got a drink. So, I mean, I just, I don't know. Addiction is really, addiction is something that is just, is really plaguing to me. And I'm sitting here because I think about Whitney Houston, one of my favorite, favorite pop stars. Addiction took her out of here. Michael Jackson, the same thing, like legends just gone. Like what brought you today? Was it worth all of the, the losing the fame and the popularity? Like what took you there? What brings people to addiction? What brings people to not have the self-control to not overindulge? Like with me, I struggle with food. I've never battled weight growing up, but in my 40s, I'm battling my weight. I'm battling, I look in the mirror and I don't like what I see. But do I have the strength to go out here and take a walk? No, because I can barely walk a mile without being short-winded or having chest pains. And that's pretty embarrassing. But I'm addicted to eating Mexican food. I'm addicted to pasta. I could eat pasta every day, all day, if you let me. You know, um, I'm normally a person that um, is able to keep it together, but today I just can't seem to keep it together. I just can't. My brother has experienced almost near death because of addiction, being addicted to drugs. Like, is it that? Is it that serious? 20 minutes of a high to damn near lose your life. Like, I just, I don't get it. And anybody out there listening, if, if you could just give me your feedback on how addiction has affected you, that would be great. But I'm literally sitting here, and every time I open up wine, I'll drink my wine, and I say to myself, I'll never be like them. And, you know, I'm thankful that, no, I'm not an alcoholic, but that doesn't excuse my addiction to food, or does it? Is one addiction better than the other? Like, how do we get, is there even a cure for addiction? Not just alcoholics or not just drug addiction, but is there a cure for addiction? Some people, better yet, another one I know a lot of people that are addicted to. A lot of people are addicted to chaos. A lot of people don't know what it's like to live a life that's not just functional. Being in that relationship that you know you need to walk away from because it's not good for your spirit. It's not good for your peace, but you stay. Why? Because you've settled. Because you stopped loving yourself. So you became addicted to chaos. You became addicted to whatever it was that you saw in that relationship. And I just don't know. I don't, I don't know how to not move past my addiction of food. Any thoughts out there? Anybody? I hope you enjoyed my podcast for today. And I hope that 
you know, this has been a topic that maybe helped you in any way. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you soon. This broadcast has been brought to you by LCA, The Bryce Cameron Show, and 1111. Until next time, peace, love, and soul.